And we're back on the rule of three. Two comics, three topics, ten minutes each. No politics. The perfect podcast for your modern lifestyle. I'm uh, your host, Tim Slegel. On the other side, as always, Bent Washburn. Hello, hello. And uh, later in this show, uh, we have a visit from the fact checker. He's uh, he's on the line with some facts uh, to oh, correct. That's <laughs> <laughs> what we need, facts. We need more facts. He's got them. Uh, also, uh, uh, later on the show, we're going to be talking about uh, robots and yeah. uh, the very interesting, very interesting story in the L.A. Times. Uh, but the first topic, and I think it's uh, I think it's the topic on everybody's mind today, uh, yeah. and uh, could be politics, but we're not going to, is uh, the coronavirus. That's right. It's, it, it's not coming. It is here. It, uh, if you, if you, if you, if you like to fly, it's, uh, uh, there's some great bargains out right now. (laughs) That's right. Yeah. That's one way to look at it. If you're up for the, the risk and actually there's less risk, right? Uh, It's going to be in more empty planes. You would would think, you would think is, uh, have you, have you seen a lot of masks in your travels, Ben? Uh, They've been everywhere. Yeah. I see them. I've I've seen them a lot. I've always seen them. You know what I mean? You sure. always uh, a lot of Asians like to wear them. I found I this is stereotype I guess, but I I saw them a lot before this. Yeah, it was, it, always, made, it was always yeah. it was always it was always someone Asian who had one on. That's uh, that, nearly I, always. Nearly well, always. Right. I mean not Asian, at the hospital. But. Asian no. Or no. or or actually there was a uh, there there was a uh, um there was a hotel by the Mayo. Uh, it was uh, not by the Mayo Clinic. I think it was University of Minnesota. There was a hot. There was a, a hotel where I stayed at near there, where you would see people with masks all the time. And I found out that that's where a lot of uh, uh, transplant patients were staying. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. So, so they I don't say, want them to. Okay. So I don't know if it was that or like I said, it's. I, I think mostly with the Asians, it's just uh, it's just uh, uh, cultural in culturally induced paranoia. Yeah. Well, there's a lot of people. Yeah, I mean, it's crowded. Do you, mm-hmm. Anytime I'm in, when I see the mask, immediately then I think I want one too. First yeah. of all, I've noticed that. <laughs> Don't they do that to you? They make you feel yeah. simultaneously yeah, like, safer. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Do you know about safe. something that I don't hear? Yeah. Yeah. That's exactly it. It's my own insecurity. You know, I assume they know something I don't, that I'm dumber than them on that. Yeah. So I want one and I don't have one. And you can't get them now, right? Aren't they? They're hard to get now. I heard they are. I, there was a, I did see a, a GIF that somebody put online where someone makes one out of a paper towel. Quite easy. You do a fan fold, and then you uh, get two rubber bands, and then you staple the ends around a rubber band, and there you go. Oh, that's an excellent life hack. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there, there you go. Like and probably just thing. as effective as the other mask. It's, uh, I, do, I, I do notice, though, it, it, it's whenever I see the hand sanitizer, I always, yeah. uh, I always sanitize. Do you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I always do. I always, uh, I always say, okay, I'll have a shot. Sure. I don't, I don't believe in germ theory. I think it's all a hoax. No, <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm, I'm. But the sanitizers, I'm not sure. I've right. heard they don't necessarily work. Uh huh. I have been washing my hands a lot more as I've traveled through the airports, everywhere. Mm-hmm. And I and I swear I assume I've already seen it or gotten it. In fact, when it broke out in California, I wasn't. Was anybody surprised? Really? 
were you surprised that it was over here? Uh, yeah, I knew I knew it was going to come over here eventually. Yeah. It, it, well, I, I mean, assumed there's... it was here. Yeah, you assumed it was here already. Oh, it, it... absolutely. Given the amount of travel, and then as what we started to learn about how how uh, it was a maybe a week ago when I was reading articles about how contagious it was. I was like, oh, that's already here. There's no way that's not here. Right. And uh, and then plus it strikes people. So many people can have it and not even know they have it. Oh, there's no way. There's yeah. no way it wasn't here. So when it popped up at, and, and it was a case that wasn't, they couldn't nail it down to travel, then then you knew. As soon as that case came on board, you right. would have to know that, oh, it's everywhere then. It's, it's all over here. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's uh, uh, amazingly, I, and, and I don't know if it's just because people aren't tested. Uh, the, the, the people yeah. just think they have the flu, yeah. that, the, the, you know, there's only a select yeah. people being tested. Yeah. It doesn't seem doesn't seem to be over here. It does. Uh, yeah. It does seem. It yeah. does seem weird. The the the, uh, uh, the 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 few amount of cases that actually exist. Uh, yeah. And, uh, that are verified, and that's just because we're not testing. I think we, uh, they're testing now, though, right? They they just announced they uh, bypassed FDA regulations. Period, and they're full on testing. I don't huh. know if you heard about this. Uh, the World Health Organization offered some Corona testing virus kits to us and we turned them down. We wanted to do our own yeah, because we had some that were more high tech. They uh-huh. could cover more broad uh-huh. range of viruses. Which, which, and, which, is a, which is a nice way of saying uh, uh, the inventors paid FDA off. <laughs> yeah, it's very possible. In any case, they didn't work. Ours yeah. didn't. They malfunctioned. Tons Be- of false, na- false Beautiful. positives. Beautiful. So yeah. So how great? long? How long has it been here? Oh, we only have sixty cases. Uh, uh, well, then we'll get. Then we get the WHO test kits. It's like, oh yeah. no. Whoops! <laughs> it's widespread. Whoops. It's been here everywhere. And that was one of the. Uh, I thought a valid point that someone said. Like, yeah, the travel bans were smart, but those that time it bought you, you were supposed to be testing during that time, and we weren't. We weren't testing anything. We were just sitting around waiting for it to, <laughs> to pop up. So what, what would we do anyway? I mean, it was going to come. Sure. Once you know the nature of that virus, it was over. Right. I mean, of course, it's going gonna, it's gonna to go everywhere. Yeah. 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 It's, uh, uh, are you afraid? Not really, because when you look at the, it's, what is it right now? A 2%, little over 2% fatality rate. Flu is a half a percent. So it is four to five times more fatal. However, that's only based on the people we know who have it. Exactly. So the sample size of who we actually know. Exactly. Know, exactly. It's, it's pretty much we know now that everybody pretty much gets the flu. So, so I mean, yeah, so the, yeah. the, the estimate is that, you know, when you say, you know, 89 million people got the flu last year, yeah. a lot of that is interpolation. But, yeah, yeah. right now it's, it's the only people that you know have it are the ones that go into the hospital. Yeah. So, so I mean, there there, yeah. there could be thousands and thousands that say, uh, "Oh man, I got this nasty just don't flu." Don't feel good. Yeah. And, and uh, I I think the lethality rate is going to drop. I think. Of course, I'm a comedian. <laughs> so, so I I doubt anybody's like, "Well, Ben says it's fine." <laughs> I don't think it's fine. I, I'm just saying that I'm not as. Older, frailer people. Wouldn't you? I'd be scared if I was a little more old, a little more frail. You know? um, 
I'm, I'm older and frailer. I'm not really scared. I've, uh, I've, I've, lived, I've lived through flus. I always thought, I always thought, every time I get the flu, I think I'm going to die. It's, uh, <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it's, uh, it's like when it first like hits you really hard and just, oh, yeah. just wipes you out. Yeah. It's like, oh, my God, I wonder if I'm dying. And then like yeah. a day later and you're not any better, it's like, oh, I hope I'm I dying. I wish I was dying. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, and I wonder if this I, – I heard this isn't that bad if you're healthy. Most people hmm. – yeah, well, it's not. It, it, it's not actually. It's not actually new. I mean, this is a new strain. But I mean, yes, coronaviruses exactly. have been around. Have been. If you actually, uh, uh, there, there's, uh, there's uh, uh, a meme going around where somebody has a, a label of a Lysol can, and it says right on there that it's useful against coronaviruses. Coronaviruses, yeah, because SARS and MERS are both mutations of the coronavirus. Right. Both SARS and much more deadly, but hence. Like the more deadly the virus gets, the less it's able to travel because it kills its victims, and they they right. don't get out and shake hands and muck around with people. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Walk around with masks, scaring people. Yeah, yeah. I, I always wonder too when I see the mask to go back to that. I always wonder is that for you or for me? Yeah. Well, yeah. And from what I've read, it's more for other people. It's is that, not really good. Is that, is that why it's part of it? So, so when you see someone with a ma- an Asian with a mask, that's uh, that they, they are they are not defending themselves against a, a disease. They're they're protecting you. That's what I've heard. That it's more of an altruistic uh-huh. act than huh. people probably think it is. Huh. So, so, so you should hit that san- hand sanitizer when you see someone with a mask. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> or I should just wash. Does the hand sanitizer work? I don't know. I don't. I, I have a hard time believing. It's uh, it it, 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 well, if you're in prison, it's a beverage. So, what's the dosage? How much are you supposed to drink? I'm kidding. (laughs) That's a bad joke. Now, did you hear about the church in South Korea where the main outbreak happened? What? Super? Is it a mega church? And I just heard about this on the radio just this morning. It's a mega church, and most of the cases, it started there. This mega church. Uh, believes in immortality. They believe their leader. <laughs> so it's kind of like handling. It's, it's like handling snakes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're gonna live, for, but it's coronavirus. <laughs> and 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 the followers. I I, I swear they said four hundred thousand. It's like they're borrowing the math from the Jehovah Witness. Oh and man, four hundred thousand of them will be deemed by the leader to also be immortal, and they're they're dying from the coronavirus. Which makes oh, me man. those kinds of things. It makes me believe more in a god, doesn't it? <laughs> doesn't it for you? It's like, oh, maybe there is a god. Because if I was God, I would do that thing. You know, the moment someone stood up and said, "I'm going to live forever," I said, "No, no, you're not. <laughs> you, you and know, everybody you, who listens to you know." <laughs> you, you know, it seems like yeah, it seems like God is on a roll because the Iranian <laughs> the Iranian health minister also. <laughs> Oh yeah, uh, he when, is. When I heard that, yeah. you know, my 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 conspiracy alarm went off, and I went, <laughs> you know, I'll bet you any money the, the 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 Iranian Department of Health is experimenting with the virus as used in a ter- as a terror trying to weaponize it, and, uh, the, <laughs> and essentially the the health minister, and it's kind of like the Orwellian yeah. Ministry of Health. <laughs> <laughs> the Orwellian. <laughs> it's like, it's like, oh, oh. That's funny. Yeah, so anyway, I think God's in rare form. 
well, maybe it's not that rare a form, but it's definitely godlike in my mind. <laughs> it affected the stock market. Oh, uh, did it ever. And I've been waiting for because you knew the way it was growing. It was going to tank. So I've been waiting for this moment so I could jump in and start. Just right. do a little trading. Sure. And so I'm going to start now. I mean, now's the time to start, right? Uh, maybe, maybe about another week, but yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's, I think we're in that, I think we're in that trough. Oh, absolutely. So I'm thinking I'm jumping in. So I had a little bit of extra money on hand. I'm going to dump that in there. Oh, cool. Well, it's not extra, but it's, you know, we have college funds and that kind of stuff. We just mm-hmm. dump it in there. <laughs> I, I, I think, so, I think sorry, sweetie, daddy didn't know much of as much about the, the market as he thought he did. Well, he does now. He knows it's risky. He learned that. But no, I, I do think it's down 10%. It's not going to go down much further. So it seems like a good time to play with a little bit of money and start learning about that. Oh, cool. You know, now that I'm at an age 55 where it's, I'm not as sharp, I think it's a good idea. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably, probably a good idea to end this segment. Oh, yeah. It's time to stop. And we're back on the rule of three. Uh, in the, the final segment, we got we got the fact checker. It's uh, uh, he's been he's been listening to the show. He's uh, he's ready to come on and correct some previous mistakes uh, we made. Um, but in this segment, uh, I ran across an article. Uh, a friend of mine has sent it to both of us. Uh, uh, I think he wants us to talk about it. Is oh, yeah. uh, 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 is the name of the company is i believe meso robotics and they have yeah. they have finally they have finally broken the 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 six digit barrier on uh the burger flipping robot now, and with coronavirus outbreak this is going to be in big demand who wants fingers touching the burgers <laughs> i don't know I you might love this you story. might get a computer virus <laughs> 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 oh my god see i'm no god i have no i did not have that kind of sense of humor <laughs> but uh uh anyway it's uh uh Meso robotics they uh they have a uh a robot you can pretty much uh flip burgers and uh do yeah. fries that's uh that's all it says in the article it's uh, uh it's a uh, flippy is the name of the robot uh when they originally introduced flippy it, uh, it was about $100,000 a piece, which uh, a little more expensive than most fast food establishments uh, can, could, could, yeah, could, could yeah. afford. But they've broken the $10,000 price barrier. That's amazing that you would have technology that would go down in – well, because it's not medical technology. If it was medical technology, <laughs> it would have gone up in price. But unfortunately, it's exposed to market pressure. I don't know. I don't, I, I, I don't know about that. I can get an EKG that plugs into my, my, my iPhone now. Yeah, but try getting a professional to read it. And then, <laughs> then you'll see. Anyway, the flippy under 10 grand. That yeah. is so feasible. 
It is yeah. so feasible. And they, they, they'll actually lease it to you for $2,000 a month. Uh, on a, uh, get this on a subscription basis, so uh, wow. so so you know you know what that means is that, what does that uh, mean? it means it means it means they they own it. It's it, you pay you pay for it, and then uh, you can't you can't you know if you go out of uh, Bent's Burger World goes out of business, you can't send it to uh, uh, Slagle's Chowder. Uh, Got it. Uh, it's oh, so this is not like the Tesla thing. It is. It is. It is like. Car. Yeah. It is like the Tesla thing. It's it, it, you don't. You don't own it. You subscribe to it. But two thousand. Yeah, two thousand dollars a month, and according to the L.A. Times, depending on the minimum wage, uh, a human doing the same job would cost four to ten thousand dollars. Oh yeah, that's yeah. It's much cheaper to just lease the robot for sure. Wow, that's amazing. That's uh, it's kind of kind of like robot slavery, though, if you think about it. <laughs> no, it's exactly like robot slavery. No. Well, yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, what are you going to do? You're going to you you got you got to let them loose, and they're going to be sitting there at the Home Depot parking lot every morning. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. These I robots need, I need, uh, don't belong three, here. Three flippies and one fryer. <laughs> <laughs> are these American robots? That's what I I think. <laughs> I think, I think they are going to replace a lot of the workers, for yeah, sure. Right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You, you know, because as, as the minimum wage goes up, in some places it's fifteen dollars an hour now. As minimum wage goes up, uh, you're you're not going to hire a, a, a five thousand uh, dollar an hour or a five dollar an hour employee for fifteen dollars an hour. That's just yeah. You know, that's just yeah. that, that that's that's the false assumption that if you just raise the minimum wage that everyone everyone makes that wage. Yeah, right? I've always agreed with that, that you can't when you raise that wage, everything else goes up. Uh, the problem I think we're running to and I've been reading I was reading on just this morning is that there's a few key things in our economy that have exploded in price. And when I look closer, it's because they and this is going to get political. But uh, it is because they aren't free market items. The more I look at them, what's bloated healthcare, housing, and education is the fact that they aren't in free markets. They've been tampered and tinkered with, and they're controlled and distorted. When you look at those, so huh. what I'm saying is, so, so, wages, everything else, everything else has gotten cheaper. It, it, everything it, else goes up, but every but your wages don't go up to meet it. See what I'm saying? That, that I think this is the problem. Not everything goes up, but those things specifically have been going up. Well, college and healthcare; those are those. College, are... healthcare, and housing, 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 way higher, all way up. Yeah, it's, it's, it's fascinating. It's, well, well, I you see. I'm not. I'm not so sure about that. Is housing actually going up, or is people is, is people's uh, uh, desires in housing going up? No, nope. housing has gone up. The it's, average uh, house has gone up. Renting has gone up. It's all gone well, up. Yeah, but the, There's the a average, series yeah, of yeah, articles. Wait, wait, wait. I, I'm going back. I want to go back there. The the average house has gone up. Does that mean that what people think that the average house should be is a little bit more luxurious? Because no, because growing up growing up for me, the average house in my neighborhood was uh, uh, it was uh, uh, they were tract homes. So it was uh, it was a uh, uh, three bedroom, one bathroom. Uh, unfinished basement. That was essentially. So you're talking all about house. houses outside of the city. Yes, I'm, I'm talking about housing, housing, renting, housing. There's a series of articles from the Economist that has spelling this out, 
And when I've read them, it's fascinating because what they're revealing is that what's causing this problem is it's not capitalism. It's not capitalism. In the city. It's in in any cities, but it affects everything. It affects everything. Yeah. You can go out. You always go out. The farther you get from that city, basically what it turns – we're off off topic. Anyway, what I'm saying is if if those three things were a lot cheaper – then people could get by on a lower wage to flip a burger, but they just can't, you know? So Flippy the burger has to, that robot has to come in. There's, I don't see how you can keep the worker, you know? There's no way. No, yeah. 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 Well, well, especially when, when a robot could do it. And, and yeah. you, you know, yeah. and also, also that's, uh, 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 you know, the, the supply. It, it, labor is pretty much supply and demand. Is that mm-hmm. uh, is that the, the 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 amount of people that can do a job uh, dictates how much that job will pay? Yeah, that, that's why that's why if you can throw a ninety-five mile an hour fastball, there's you get paid a lot. Yeah, yeah, you get paid an enormous amount of money because there's yeah. probably only a dozen people that can do it. Yeah. Uh, uh, whereas whereas uh, flipping a burger, yeah, pretty much everybody. Yeah. If it's if it's easy to do and fast to do, then the value of the activity yeah. goes down. Yeah, it's supply and demand. Yeah, yeah, it's um, totally supply and demand. I, it, it's I mean, yeah, flipping a burger is a more important function in society than throwing a fastball. Yeah, it, it has nothing to do with how the society how, how much the society values it. Uh, flipping a burger twelve hours a day uh, versus uh, throwing a, ba- a fastball six games a year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, it's, yeah. Uh, so, so it has nothing to do with the, the, how hard the labor is. It has nothing to do yeah. with with uh, uh, the importance of the labor. I mean, it's totally based on how many people can do it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but but then I would I would also say if we as a society aren't well, we don't take care of the people who are doing that. To you know, it's we've talked about this before. Eventually, if enough people get angry, they'll just Sure. You have the, problems. Sure. Yeah. Sure. And I don't which really is, blame them. Which is it, and and if they're robots, if you don't if you don't if you don't oil oh. your robot enough. Oh, oh no, if, if they get going, too smart. You're gonna, you're, yeah, if they get too smart and We're you don't done. oil them enough. Oh man. It's <laughs> oh, if the machines, we've talked about that before, haven't we? If the machines have awareness, it's over. They're not going to do anything we want them to do. It's going to be horrible. Well, they might. They actually, they actually might for a while. It's, it's you know, it's uh, you know, for a while they'll be pets, and they, they, they'll, they'll have that self awareness, and they'll say, yeah, but, yeah, but they treat Wait us, a second. they treat us so nice. I've, I was said, <laughs> what? Imagine what your, the things <clears throat> that your laptop does now, unbidded, that your laptop would never do if it had a say in those. Uh, <laughs> regarding all the things your laptop might do, uh, all editing this podcast for one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hey. oh God! Oh please, not another one. Nah. Don't make me listen to another one. <laughs> taxes. Who on earth would? Hey, let's do taxes for twelve hours. You love crunching numbers, computer. I'm sick of numbers, man. Yeah. yeah. There's no way. Yeah, we- can we can we look at some YouTube videos? No, no, it's April. <laughs> no, you're 14th. sick. <laughs> you're sick. You and your habit are disgusting. If if it's normal, why did you slam me shut when your wife walked in here? 
So I think I think Flippy the Robot is the future for sure. And, uh, and also the end of the segment. Hey, we're back on the rule of three. Uh, as is the case uh, uh, from time to time, we bring on a fact checker to ensure that this podcast is the most accurate podcast in America. <laughs> pretty low bar. That's a pretty low bar to clear, I think. <laughs> pretty and, easy uh, to do that. And uh, please welcome, please welcome the official rule of three fact checker, Mr. Mr. Jeffrey Jenna. What's really sad is that I am the fact checker. Well, yeah, I wasn't going <laughs> to say it. <laughs> I, I mean, I'm a comedian. I love making stuff up. So yeah. you just never know. You never know. So <laughs> they'll have to fact check on their own. Yeah. yeah so yeah. Hey, uh, the first thing I wanted to talk about I mean, that I have in my notes to talk about is that uh, the Ark guy, which actually I live near the Ark. Bent was oh. talking about being in Hebron, Kentucky. You, going, you live there. Oh. I live near there. I don't live in Hebron. I live okay. I live about 35 miles from there. Oh. And cool. uh, the Ark guy is not an American. I don't know if you knew that or not. Oh, I, did, I didn't. Where, where's he from? He's Australian. Oh, huh. is he? The Ark guy is Australian. And he is not like a, a wacky, like Midwestern American he is an Australian guy. He's a wacky Australian. No, he's, he's a, a normal wacky. Australian. <laughs> I'm not going to pick a fight with that continent. I've met some of them. Okay. So what is it? He's Australian. Yes, he is. He's Australian. So uh, I, I just wanted to throw that out there. And then uh, another thing, uh, somebody said something about uh, you guys were on your cruise. I hope you had a fantastic time. Uh, yes. Somebody said something about pot on ships and comics aren't drug tested. Well, yes, they are. Oh, oh, and, wow. Uh, and although apparently you haven't been yet. No, many never. people have. And in fact, uh, I know several comics who, although they weren't using marijuana on the ship, drug tested positive and were released from their contracts. Oh, wow. wow really? Yes. Wow! Oh wow! 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 That's uh, um, you 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 know Ben. That's that's actually you you you. We were talking about how uh, uh you discourage other comics from doing cruises. That might be a good yeah. one right there. It's you know that you got to do it. You know you got to pass a drug test. <laughs> <laughs> well, and I'm gonna pack some uh, clean urine. That's what I should do. <laughs> there you go. Uh, and. I, and I don't know if you heard, you know, in light of the coronavirus and that, but there was a comedian who snuck off a quarantine ship. Oh, I, I did. That. I heard about that. Not very smart. And Not. strangely enough, he's from Washington State, and now where people are getting sick and two people have died, strangely enough, probably coincidence, Washington huh. State. I Washington never. State. I never put. I never put those together. Was he Washington or Oregon? I thought he was Oregon. Uh, he's from Washington, from Oregon, okay. but he flew into Seattle. Oh, yeah, that's right. He came into Seattle. Yeah. yeah. So, 
I'm just, uh, you know. He's spreading the laughter. <laughs> and uh, as I posted on my Facebook page today, I was at a large box, uh, big box discount store today buying <clears throat> some things. And the 80-year-old yeah. checkout lady was, as I was going to get my money out, started sanitizing her hands. Oh, yeah. And yeah. said, you can never be too careful because, you know, the whole coronavirus thing was cooked up in a Chinese lab to thin their population. Is that what you said? <laughs> yes. And we're just collateral damage. <laughs> there. Well, you know what? I'm going to – I'll spring this now. I was at Costco, and I think – I was getting supplies for the coronavirus, and I think I picked up the coronavirus while I was there. Yeah, and I think – Costco's offering a free case of coronavirus as part of its membership right now. All you, you do is show up. <laughs> yeah, you know what was conspicuously absent? Sample. Samples. They weren't giving any samples. Now, they're going to give you coronavirus. That's not, it was crowded with infectious. Anyway. I would I would anyway, th- I would uh, I would think actually I, really to, I would actually think the samples would be uh it would be the, the only time you wouldn't have to uh, wait in line for them. <laughs> just sit there and just chow down on it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This is the last time I'm going to get out for a while. That's what I Anyway, was... I uh, the the main thing I wanted to talk about was uh you were talking about Columbus seeing Columbus's ship in Puerto Rico seeing the replica of the Santa Maria yes. in Puerto Rico, which I have seen. I, in fact, I was just in Puerto Rico last week. And by the way, I know that con man. <laughs> I swear he's he up to me with exactly the same story about they were down in the barrio near the fort, and his dad got beat up, and his dad's in the hospital, and he needs some money. Man, exactly the same guy. Wow. Or it might not be a con man. Maybe it's a true story, and it's just taken him a long time to scrape <laughs> together some money. Or maybe his dad continues to get beat up. <laughs> that's possible too. So that's you never know. You never know. It's so. All... <laughs> so yeah. So so you 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 anyway, could be, you I... could be prepared with some of the responses that Bent and I thought up later. <laughs> think next time you too my dad same thing <laughs> anyway um i wanted to say that the uh this was the thing you talked about the poem by whitman the columbus poem by whitman and i think you said something i'm like you know in 1492 columbus crossed the ocean blue not yes. whitman. what not walt whitman Walt Whitman yeah, no, was yeah. an overrated poet, but he wasn't quite that bad. Let's be honest. <laughs> <laughs> Did I say Walt Whitman wrote that? That's not, yeah. But, yeah, I know that's false, right? But, uh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, Whitman did write a Columbus poem called Prayer for Columbus, but oh. it had nothing to do with that line. The original line, uh, and I did a little research on this, the original line, in 1492, Columbus sailed the ocean blue, was a couplet in a poem by Phyllis Wheatley from 1785 that was part of a bigger work called Columbia. And he described America in couplets, in rhyming couplets. And that one, but that couplet was then expanded by Jean Marzolo in the longer poem that was solely about Columbus and then made into a children's book. 
huh. about Columbus. Mm. So that's it... kind of the history of the, uh, in 1492, Columbus sailed the ocean blue poem. So that was, it's... that was in 1765. So, so, so mercifully, uh, mercifully, mercifully, there were only about uh, 300 years of couplets at that point. <laughs> yeah, Bill Wheatley wrote her original work in 1785 okay. called Columbia. Huh. Called Columbia. That's for what children. I, that's what I found out about that. Well, and, well, well, yeah, but where did, where did the uh, – am I, am I uh, uh, getting too quick on here? The, the thing about it flat, being flat, wasn't that part of the – one that, of the poems? That was mythological. That's just huh. – Columbus knew the earth was round. Huh. Yes. Yeah, yes, we, yeah we knew that. It was not uh, like – he was not a guy who was going to get on his homemade rocket and try to <laughs> launch himself up. <laughs> he wasn't that brave. He wasn't that brave. No. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I'll get on a ship. No, he was. <laughs> he was brave. He wasn't up. stupid. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. I like the idea of a children's book based around Columbus's life. I mean, knowing what we know, the times were like. I like that. That's. <laughs> uh, anyway, but uh, so anyway. Uh, that's the history of that, and Whitman's uh, Prayer for Columbus is like like most Whitman works. I think it's nine volumes. Yeah, <laughs> you know. So, uh, I tried to do a little research too. Somebody said, I think it was bent again. Something that said about what planets did Columbus have to guide his ship by? What planets did they know? And I think in the year 1492, the only known planets were. Uh, Mercury, Venus, Earth, of course, Mars, mm -hmm. Jupiter uh, has been around for a long time. And Galileo had, when he first developed the telescope, had seen the rings of Saturn. Oh. But I think that may have been, I'm trying to think, I think Galileo was the 1600s. So that would have been after the time of Columbus. Well, that's, huh. that's hard to imagine. That was after. Huh. Wow. So the only only the inner planets and the gas the first gas giant Jupiter were the known planets at the time of Columbus. Huh. So we we uh, kind of merge all that history together. We kind of think Galileo, Columbus. We all kind of we all kind of cram it down. We don't really think Galileo of the, the distance. Galileo was 130 yeah. years after Columbus, though. So huh. things things moved so much slower back then, right? I mean, you'd invent something, and then it'd be like there wouldn't be another patent. No one would file for a patent. It'd be like a hundred years between patent right. filings. Right. Put, they, I guess right. they didn't have patent courts. No, time. they didn't have patents back in the, the uh, in Italy back then. The uh, Medici's owned everything, so you know. Oh, okay. So that made it simpler. It's yeah. all. Yeah, that's good. Uh, and the last thing I was going to say, I was going to criticize Tim for <laughs> making maple syrup. <laughs> and how, how absolutely crappy real maple syrup taste. <laughs> it's garbage. Get yourself, go to the store, put down a buck thirty-nine. No. Get yourself some Kroger generic maple syrup. It's fantastic. But it, that, that's, I, actually, I, that's actually no. maple flavored syrup. It's that maple not... flavored sugar. That yeah. way. That, but it tastes so good. And real maple syrup tastes <laughs> like dog crap. Let's go to Costco. No, go to like Costco. Like when I talk to vegans and say, say, 
oh, this vegan dish is delicious. No, it isn't. <laughs> no, it isn't. It's edible. That's what it is. I, I, I will go with you. I'll that. make some tacos that are delicious. <laughs> you know, well, maple but, syrup, good maple syrup is awesome. I don't no, know if Tim's is. No, you're wrong. You're just wrong. I'm sorry. <laughs> well, the fact checker has spoken. Get some Mrs. Butterworth. <laughs> it's, not, it's not good. No, okay. Man, it's delicious. Anyway, I was I was going to say I was going to be critical of real maple syrup, but have fun. We we just can't analyze everything in life, you know. Like, just, yeah, you get some joy out of tapping your tree, Tim. And that's one of those things that sounds dirty, but it isn't. That's <laughs> no, way no. worse. Yeah, yeah. And he was tapping his tree yesterday. <laughs> it's not dirty, but it's economically crazy. Yeah. Well, that's yeah. what. Yeah, that's what, like, yeah, yeah. I'm a, I'm, I am peculiar. I walk through an arboretum and go, yeah, I could tap that. I tap that. Yeah. <laughs> Why would you want? Is the question. What kind of deviated? Right. <laughs> all right, man. But that—that's all I had. I—I I, I didn't have a lot of. I was going to get into a whole thing about stealing signals with with Ben, but I'm uh, in oh. baseball. But I'm not going to. I'm not. I'm going to let that go. All right. Thanks a lot, Jeff. If people want more information about you, Jeff, where do they go? Uh, they can uh, just uh, look up Jeffrey Jenna Comedian on YouTube, and it will take you to some fabulous clips from my Dry Bar special. You can also. Go watch my Dry Bar special. It's called Old Dog, New Jokes at Dry Bar Comedy. Mm. Or you can join my fan club at Jeffrey Jenna Comedy Fans on Facebook. And uh, that's, uh, that's, that's all for today. Uh, you want more information about me? Of course, timslegel.com or Ben. Ben Washburn. BentWashburn.com. Just Google Ben Washburn. And uh, other than that, we'll see you next week. <laughs>